What's up, everybody? It's Austin Rivers from Off Guard, and I've got some exciting news. Off Guard, hosted by me and my guy, Pasha Hagigi, is officially moving to our own podcast feed. We are now dropping two shows every week. Me and Pasha go way back and talk so much hoops already that we figured it was time to fire up the mics and let you in on these conversations. Every week, Pasha and myself will hit on the biggest stories happening around the league. Tap into the show twice a week on our new Off Guard feed on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the Ringer Gambling Show, presented by FanDuel. The road to the NBA Finals starts now, and FanDuel is the best place to get in on the action. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Quick Bets, which are back, and better than ever for the NBA playoffs on FanDuel. Find what you're looking for faster and easier with more props right at your fingertips. You can check out live bets like 3-Minute Markets and exclusive live bets like quarter player props, player assist combos, and more. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus, 18 plus, and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler. Visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian, tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Let's roll, baby. It is a Monday edition of East Coast Bias. I might have a case of the dolphin flu, as you can tell, a little bit hoarse after the final regular season Sunday of NFL action. It's Joe House, Raheem Palmer, John Zustrevsky. The playoffs are set. We got the matchups for Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, and away we go. Good morning, fellas. Um, I don't know where I want to start. So... I'll throw to you on this house. Week 18, we had the Jaguars wet the bed. Love the Titans, as did you. We had the Packers go winning in. We had Buffalo overcome a 7.4 quarter deficit, punt return, bad to an interception, game set match. If there's a grand takeaway you have from the final Sunday of the regular season, what would it be? Do you really think that I'm going to start a Monday after a regime change here in Washington, D.C. with anything under other than the enormous success of the Washington franchise in securing the second overall pick in this upcoming draft? It's a miracle. Uh, good luck to Coach Ron Rivera. Wish him the best. Clearly a great dude, beloved by the players. No business uh, being a head coach in, in the NFL. The team has already announced it's got a brain trust assembled. We have uh, Spielman coming over from the Vikings. Bob Myers, who's on NBA TV, part of the brain trust. I guess he knows some guys in the NFL. We're going to find out all the decision makers in Washington. TBD. Uh, and fellas, I just want to go on record right away. I want that number two pick to turn into five offensive linemen. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how far down they have to trade. Wow, you do not want a quarterback. I need five offensive linemen. No. Okay. No. 
No. You know what I like? And this is, I shouldn't say this. I like Bo Nix in the third round. That's the way I would go. I need offensive linemen. It doesn't matter in here in wow. Washington without offensive linemen. I know people did not turn into this podcast, tune into this podcast, though, to hear about the four and 13 Washington Deadskins. Let's talk about some real playoff football. That's all right. Let's talk about some real stuff. I'm not ready to talk about some real stuff because I think we need to talk about the Philadelphia Eagles. They stink right now. That is my biggest takeaway from what you saw last week. They got torched by the Giants. This team is just one in five in their last six games. And if you look at their point differential, they have a plus five point differential for the season. They're absolutely terrible. They're down to 29th in EPA per play on defense. They're down to 27th in success rate on defense. They can't stop a nosebleed. The offense isn't the same. Jalen Hurts looks banged up. They're saying A.J. Brown is banged up and Devonta Smith is banged up. And I was alarmed today to look at my model and they're going on the road to the NFC South to take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. My model actually makes the Tampa Bay Buccaneers favorite over the Eagles. So that tells you how far the Eagles have slipped. Well, you're right about the Eagles. I had the Giants yesterday. Took them at four and a half. Took them on the money line. Uh, And let's be honest, that game was never in doubt. And you nailed something that's important with Philadelphia, Raheem. They were into that game in the first quarter or two. This was not a situation where the Eagles punted the game right from Jump Street. A.J. Brown was out there. Jalen Hurts is getting his ass beat by the Giants defense. The the Eagle defense is getting torched by Tyrod Taylor and Saquon Barkley and, and Darius Slayton. So I think there's a reason the oddsmakers have only installed Philadelphia as two and a half point favorites. And to your point, your model is putting Tampa as a favorite and even though Baker Mayfield's beat up, and even though the Tampa Bay Buccaneers barely got by the Carolina Panthers yesterday, listen, Philadelphia is what you call limping into the postseason. Um, obviously, for me, the big takeaway is what you saw down in South Florida. Um, it kind of, in some ways, lost a little sizzle with the idea of Tennessee winning, where you knew going into that game house that Buffalo was in the playoffs and that Miami was in the playoffs. But in the first half, you saw the bad Buffalo. They're moving the ball left and right. Josh Allen's turning the football over. They don't get points at the end of the half. And McDermott's all upset about that, as he should be. It's just bad management. It's just bad decision-making by his quarterback. Punt return changed the game. But what you really saw is game on the line. Dolphins get the fourth down stop. Tua can't get it going. And I like Tua. I've been a Tua defender. I think you guys all know that. The numbers are there. The performance in the regular season, for the most part, has been there. In the big spot, in the big moment, House, I'm sorry, leaves a lot to be desired. And you know what they get to about a quarterback that will put up numbers and in the biggest of moments would come up small. Dude, I'm starting to see a lot of Kirk Cousins in my boy Tua. I'm not going to lie. I see a lot of Kirk Cousins. I don't know. It feels like it's a little early for that. And if I was going to do glass half full with this Dolphins situation, they were so depleted on both sides of the football. And you had a jump ball situation at the end of the game with the opportunity to secure the two seed and win the AFC East. I mean, that I, I, I think of that as a as a more positive than negative kind of situation. The most important thing is Tyreek Hill's health. It's Raheem, uh, it's, it's Raheem Mostert's health. It's Jalen Waddle's health. And I don't know what the situation is in turn on the defensive side. Van Winkle went out with the, with the ding out. I don't know if he's out, out. Um, 
But they're, the health is the, is the real headline for the Dolphins because that was a very game effort in my estimation, JJ. Okay, Raheem. Miami decimated both sides of the ball. Team looked like they were going to be winning a division all season long. Now they got to go on the road in five-degree temperatures and play the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I'm telling everybody right now, and you guys know, I'm as big a Dolphin fan as you're going to find. They had dead in that game. D-E-A-D. Dead. Dead, dead, dead. How's you can tell me guys are coming back. You're putting a warm-weather team in frigid cold temperatures against the Super Bowl champs despite all their problems and all their issues. Miami is not winning that game, right? Uh, spoiler alert. Wait, it's supposed to be, five, be, it's a, it's supposed to be five degrees in Kansas City next week? Eight degrees, Ooh. five degrees. Maybe I'm being dramatic, but it's going to be really cold. Long story short, it's going to be really cold. Like, really cold. Bet the Man, Chiefs. That's devastating. Remember I said that, Raheem. Bet the Chiefs. <laughs> well, what, whether you bet the Chiefs or, or, or not, um, the total is 44 and a half. Is that right? Where's that total? It's 44. It actually went down to 42 this morning before it got bet back up to 44. I actually think this is an under. Oh, my God. Like I, I, I just I hammered it. I'm, I'm, I'm live betting here, fellas. <laughs> what are you talking about? I can't wait for this coming weekend. Under, under, under. Well, the total in this game opened at 46 and a half. To Raheem's point, it's down to 44. And the Dolphin offense is just not the same offense that it was earlier in the season. And Kansas City, we know their problems. Their receivers can't catch the ball. Travis Kelsey's a million years old. Um, the first matchup in Germany, 21-14. And that had a fluky defensive touchdown on a Tyree Kill fumble. So, yeah, Raheem, 44, I feel like I got to grab that now. I love the under in that game. Yeah, and the Chiefs didn't score the entire second half in that game. Which is kind of their their thing. That was their thing this season, right, Dream? Like, how many unders in Chiefs second halves this season? I think they went 15 and, and, and 2 to the under. Yeah, it, it just, it, this is going to be an ugly game. My concern with the Chiefs is that, and I know I gave, I said the Chiefs have a real shot at going to the AFC Championship game, going to the Super Bowl, because I, I'm not really that respectful of the conference. But you're asking this Chiefs offense which hasn't been good, to late margin in what could be a low-scoring game. And that's concerning for me. Three and a half, is a, is, it's a big number for this team. Yeah, I understand that. But Miami's depleted, and you mentioned the defense of Miami. They hung in against Buffalo. They gave up 450 yards of offense. And they didn't have Bradley Chubb. They didn't have Jalen Phillips. They lost Andrew Van Ginkle. We got no idea if Xavier Howard's going to play. Like, this is just... Not the same Miami defense that they were early in the year. So uh, I'm telling you now, guys, I will be giving out Kansas City on Wednesday. Full disclosure. Now, House, this to me is a storyline that's a little under the radar. And you can debate the merits on whether or not Dan Campbell should have been playing guys or not. But now in this game that we are getting, which we absolutely adore, it's Stafford, it's Goff, it's McVay, it's Campbell. Like, I love the fact that we're getting the Rams and the Lions on Sunday night. The Lions, there's a very good chance they're not going to have their best tight end because they went balls to the wall in trying to win this Week 18 game. You want to tell me they could have gotten the two-seed great? Dallas was never losing to the commies. I think that was a huge mistake by Campbell, having his guys out there as long as he did. Huge mistake. You know I share that opinion, and I, I uh, wagered accordingly on the wise guys. I thought that there was a reasonable chance 
that they were rope-a-doping, that they were going to have their starters come out in the first quarter or something just to get those reps, keep their legs fresh, and then do the sensible thing and get every one of those crucial skill players the F off the football field so that you show up in the playoffs for the first time in, in decades with your full complement. It's not like the team that they're going up against has a particularly uh, good, strong track record against elite tight ends. And by the way, Laporta was dinged the previous week. They had to clear him to come play in the game this week. I mean, you have to live with the decisions that you make. This is how Brandon Staley uh, costs himself a head coaching job for the rest of of his future, right? He did this to Mike Williams two years ago. You can't show up with a key guy out because of some, you know, uh, amorphous, mystical, this is the way that that we do it kind of nonsense. You need the bodies on the football field in the playoffs, Dream. That's my humble point of view. See, I, I agree with you, but I do think the Lions were trying to play for that number two seed just in case the Eagles or the or the, or the Cowboys lost. Now, we knew it was a slim chance of that happening, so I genuinely agree with you. I mean, we saw this happen last year with the Los Angeles Chargers. Mike Williams got injured on the last day of the season, and they didn't have him against the Jaguars in that postseason game, and it ultimately cost them. So I do agree with you there. And the Lions, a three to a three-and-a-half point favorite, against Sean McVay, Matthew Stafford, and that's right, my Los Angeles Rams after I have that 50-1 to ticket. And if you tell me out of any of the games I'm looking forward to the most, like when you go through these games, guys, and we're not going to give out all our picks for the wild card show. We're going to save that for Wednesday when we do it on East Coast Bias. And, of course, we'll have Ringo Wise guys live from Los Angeles on Saturday, on Sunday. Boys, all in one room. You guys will get to witness me melting down during a Dolphin game, which, by the way, is worth the price of admission. That, in and of itself, is worth the trip out to Los Angeles. You guys are going to be in for a treat as far as that goes. Uh, Raheem, what game are you either looking forward to the most, or do you have, like, when the lines came out, you're like, I can't wait to bet this. Is there one? I think the first game that I wanted to bet, and I'm mad I missed it, I wanted to bet Buffalo. Like, that was under 10. And I felt like that was the line that I like. I immediately wanted to jump on. Now, as far as a game that I want to see, it's obviously Rams versus the Lions. I think that's going to be the most exciting game of the week. You're looking at a total of 51 and a half. You're looking at Matthew Stafford returning to the Detroit Lions. You're looking at the fact that Sean McVay, this guy knows Jared Goff inside and out. So I want to see the chess match there. I think that's going to be the most exciting game. How's for you? Same question. I really like this Dallas-Green Bay game. It has uh, tons of storyline stuff with McCarthy and, you know, LaFleur and Jordan Love in the first year after Aaron Rodgers. And I think this thing has a genuine shootout kind of potential. I mean, Green Bay, very quietly, has one of the very best offenses in the entire NFL over the last six to eight weeks. And Jordan Love has put himself, he's hes a top five quarterback in the entire league with his efficiency and his touchdown and interception ratio is incredible. I think, and, and really a, a lot of this goes to the quality of the Green Bay uh, pass protection, especially. Their offensive line is very good, but ex- 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 exceptional 
at pass protection. So I think, you know, that, that number seven and a half is, is, is what Dallas is favored by right now. And look, there, there are, we're going to see these stats over the course of the week. Anytime you have a quarterback making his first appearance in the playoffs, which applies to Jordan Love, it applies to CJ Stroud, of course, and CJ as a rookie adds to it. There's a bunch of trends that, that favor at, at like a two to one rate. Um, the teams, the, at least against the spread, the teams that um, aren't in that condition. So, uh, but I just think it's a live situation. We're going to have four quarterbacks making their playoff debuts. Love, I might have missed one. Love, Tua, Stroud, Mason Rudolph. A little food for thought. Something to think about as we get closer and closer to Wednesday. Um, I want to hit on this before we do the national championship game and give you some plays for the Monday slate in the NBA. Uh, coaching firings. We're still waiting on a few more. House had to start the show with his giddiness with the Washington Commanders. I understand why. Uh, Arthur Smith. And, and for what it's worth, listen, Atlanta need to make a coaching change. They go three straight seven and ten years. They didn't get it right at quarterback. I'm totally on board with them making a change. I would have been as livid as he was at the end of that game yesterday. I, I, I have no problem, guys, with the idea of, hey, you're up. It's the NFL. Do whatever the hell you want. But when you're in victory formation, Raheem, like you're about to take an E, and then all of a sudden you're giving somebody the ball, running in, score for a touchdown. That uh, that I'd be I'd be MF in the coach too as I'm walking off the field. That exchange between Dennis Allen and uh, Arthur Smith, nice little parting gift for Art as he's shown the door in Atlanta. You know. I mean, it was Jameis Winston's fault. And I, I, I can never get mad at Jameis Winston because I think the league is better when he's playing. It, it, it clearly was a team decision, and they wanted to get Jamal Williams a touchdown. Now, it is a little bush league when you line up in a victory formation. But at the end of the day, it's football. And I'm not a big fan of all the unwritten rules in sports. If you don't want somebody to score, you stop them, period. So... Look, tough break for Arthur Smith, but what a way to what a way to end the, his tenure there. <laughs> yeah, I, I nobody would have said a word if uh, on the re- interception return the guy had actually gotten across the goal line. Um, the problem was getting into the victory formation, and I don't really care one way or the other. The real thing to me is, um, I think Arthur Smith is a decent offensive mind, and I think that he could land somewhere as an offensive coordinator. He got dealt a bad hand. I don't think I, I I would be interested in some of the aftermath in knowing what role he played in the quarterback selection there at Atlanta because he had bad quarterbacks for the entirety of his tenure there. And it really absolutely sabotaged any potential for uh, success in, in Atlanta. The defense was bad last year. The defense was better this year. They didn't have a quarterback. They drafted. You know, uh, Bijan in the in the top ten, like they they had this concept of being an offensive force. They drafted, you know, high, high used high draft picks on on uh, Kyle Pitts and 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 you know Drake London. I, I you know they never achieved offensively what Arthur Smith might have had in mind because they never had a quarterback capable of doing it. That team to me seems like they could be in the running for a Justin Fields for a Kirk Cousins. And we might see that team jump up to like a 10 or 11 win team next season. Uh, wouldn't surprise me. I'm already looking forward to the futures that come out in in, uh, in March. Uh, and I guarantee we'll be running it back somehow, some way on Atlanta 
to win the <laughs> NFC South with a new coach and probably a new quarterback. What could go wrong? All right, guys, we come back. We'll set the stage for Monday night. We'll have our plays for the national championship game between Michigan and Washington. We will also have a mini card in the NBA. It is not a loaded Monday slate, but there is some opportunity, perhaps. Uh, we'll send you out with a bang and get you ready for what should be a really fun week. We're coming right back. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, Restrictions all apply. See website for details. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there, just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier, thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive, or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side-by-side. Side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. All right, guys, we got a national championship game. Washington and Michael Penix and all those weapons at wide receiver. Washington with Tiger Blood all year, winning games outright, defying the odds makers. A very juicy price to win the title before the conference championship games. An even juicier price probably if you bet them at the beginning of the year to go and win the national title. They're taking on Michigan. Michigan, one of the favorites at the beginning of the year. Michigan with another win over Ohio State. Michigan taking down Nick Saban in Big Bad Alabama. Raheem was very happy about that. And here we have a four-and-a-half-point spread. Now, on FanDuel at the moment, it has gotten juiced a little bit. Still a four-and-a-half, but you're going to pay a little premium at minus 122, which leads me to believe they're going to move that line maybe to five at some point throughout the day. Uh, Raheem, we talked about this at the end of Ring of Wives, guys. I, I like Michigan here. And I know Washington has burned me 10 zillion times. I think Michigan's physicality is going to be too much. I think Michigan's going to be able to run the football effectively. And I just am a believer in the narrative that it's their time. They were in the semifinals two years ago. They were in the semifinals last year. They've brought back a lot of the same group and core of players. I think the whole Harbaugh stuff is stupid and overblown and a whole lot to do about nothing. But hey, they're a tight-knit together team. I think it's Michigan's time here. I think the line being what it is, 
with public money being all over Washington kind of tells me the tale of this game. Dream, I'm on Michigan. I think they win by seven to 10 points. Yeah, I like Michigan in this game too. I just think their physicality is going to be a problem. Obviously, Texas couldn't get it done on the ground. I think they only had two and a half yards per carry, but this is a game in which Michigan should be able to just run it down their throat. And, you know, the unfortunate thing about that that Texas game is that they couldn't get to the quarterback. And that's not going to be an issue for Michigan. They're going to be able to get to Penix. And their, their secondary should be able to hold up on the back end. And, like, I know the public is on Washington, but this is a team that almost lost to Stanford. They almost lost to Oregon State. They almost lost to Washington State. Like, this team is basically playing with fire, and I'm not sure that we've seen a, a team in a national championship of this quality. And that's not this, to disrespect Washington, but like teams like this typically don't make the national championship. Like This is a weak Pac-12 team, and I love watching Pac-12 football. It's very entertaining. I'm sad that it's going away, but I just... I, I think Michigan has played much better teams. Now, the one thing I will say is that I'm not sure they faced a quarterback as good as Michael Penix, and and maybe offense might might be over defense in some in some ways. But I think this is a game where Michigan should be able to run it down and throw and be able to just do enough defensively to win this game. So I'm on Michigan. So Dream said the most important thing from my uh, estimation of this, which is Michigan's ability to run it down Washington's throat because that's the game script that charts the course for success. And my concern is, you know, to Dream's point about the quality of Washington, I mean, are we going to get another game like last year with TCU uh, in in that final and get run off the the, the football field? Maybe. My preferred play here, and it goes to that Michigan game script, the pathway to their success, is the under. That number, it was sitting at 56.5 all week. Um, It's down at 55.5 now, so clearly there is some sentiment uh, supporting the under. But I have a small parlay on Michigan winning outright alongside that under and a bigger play on the under. I prefer 56.5. That's what I got of that uh, when I bet it is just, just now dropping today. I think there's a direct correlation. You like Michigan in this game. I think more than likely, Raheem, this game is trending towards the under. And I think if you like Washington in the game, you're going to get all sorts of insanity. You're going to get the Washington way. So I would personally draw that correlation to each side of this particular game. But guys, it looks like a family play across the board here for Monday night in the national championship game. We're all riding Michigan in the under, right? That sounds like winners as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, definitely a family play. So hopefully Michigan can can close this thing out and we can cash some tickets. Take it to the bank. Let's do that. Let's take it to the bank. And then maybe we're talking about Jim Harbaugh taking his talents to the NFL over the next few days, which I think will be a rather intriguing and interesting storyline. All right, guys. Uh, Small court in the NBA, but a couple of juicy games on Monday night. Not going to sugarcoat it. Boston and Indiana. Rematch of the playing game we had a few weeks ago. Lions moved a little bit. Opened at five and a half. It's now down to three and a half. I had that one circled. The Clippers, six and a half point favorites hosting the Phoenix Suns. LA obviously has played really, really good basketball. You got Houston, who's been spunky all year. Very spunky Houston team. This line opened at five. They're going into Miami. It's now down to four. So I'll start with you on this house. Monday night NBA card. A couple of good games this evening. 
Uh, I'm sorry. Oklahoma City and the Wizards did not make the cut. Uh, you led the show with what? the Commanders, so I wasn't throwing OKC <laughs> Washington into the, uh, the smorgasbord. But uh, I have a play for tonight, but I'm going to start with you. Uh, what do you like in the NBA on this Monday evening? So the Clippers are coming off the uh, a, a back-to-back here, and they're favored by six and a half at home, and they've been uh, on an absolute tear. Their offensive efficiency numbers have been terrific, and James Harden is is the reason for that. I don't know who's playing for the Suns, and you know we'll we'll see the injury report over the course of the day as we tape this right now. I like the Clippers in a bounce back spot. I don't mind laying the points. I kind of like the under as well. The total's 230. That would be my lean uh, of all the games as I look at the board tonight. My lean is I'm going to go with the Indiana Pacers plus four against the Boston Celtics. You look at the injury report. Jason Tatum is a little banged up. Chris Porzingis is a little banged up. Those guys could end up playing, but they are game time decisions right now. I think they're questionable. But I just the, the biggest thing about this game is that you have these duplex two game series, both in the same c- city. Celtics won on Saturday, 118, 101. They play again today in Indiana. I just think it's a good spot for Indiana to bounce back. So that's my lean as of now. Uh, I'm with you on Indiana. Uh, I'm thinking back to what Halliburton was able to do against that Boston team in the in season tournament. Injuries galore for the Boston Celtics. And I, I think Indiana gets up for these games at home. I really do. They have played really, really well in these sort of spots all season long. So I, I'm with you, Raheem. I'm going to grab the four, and I'm going to say this is a down-to-the-wire, nail-biter type of game, and, and I will be on the Indiana Pacers. Sorry, Podfather, grabbing the points. So I, I like it, boys. Nice little Monday card in the NBA. National championship game to watch. And, and House... Hopefully we make it, Raheem. Hopefully we make it in one piece. And do I need to get a tech guy over to the Simmons uh, compound to make sure that we have Peacock for Saturday night? Do I need to? Do I need to take care of that, or is that going to be a Simmons problem? I don't know. I would get started now, JJ. Don't leave anything to chance. It's your team. I understand that. I don't want to have to be watching that game on my like MacBook that I'm doing a game at. You know, <laughs> otherwise. Uh, you guys might find me at a Miami Dolphins bar in Los Angeles that I need to look up. No, I would never ditch my guys. I am, but in all seriousness, for everybody out there listening, I met Raheem once. I've never met House in person. We're gonna have so much fun this weekend, guys. Even when the it's Dolphins be are I'm so excited. Heart. It's gonna be a fantastic weekend. Can't wait. Can't wait. All right, I need a coffee. I need a long walk like Kendall Roy in succession. I'm going for that. I thought I was gonna do it last night, and it. Didn't happen. I just, you know, tossed and turned and, you know, did also sort of that negative stuff in my bed. Didn't sleep. Negative. Very negative. But on that note, boys, on a positive note, good job by Wargon. And I will see you guys on Wednesday. We'll get ready for our Thursday show. A lot of content coming your way. Raheem will have his pod on Tuesday. I'll have a New York, New York coming up later in the week. For House, Raheem, JJ signing off. Enjoy the Monday game. Be good, everybody. Must be 21 and up in president select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with the Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, Vermont, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42 in Arizona. one 888 789 
888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit GamblerHelplineMA.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NEW-YORK in New York. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. When I went on my last holiday to Cape Town, it was amazing. My friends were there, the weather was phenomenal, and most importantly, the food was fantastic. But one thing I struggled with was finding the right places to stay. You know, all I want is a great bed, a fantastic shower, and breakfast that doesn't end at 8 a.m. I'm on holiday, I'm still sleeping. I also like ease, and the Hotels.com app easily helps me to find a perfect hotel for every trip. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly getaway or a relaxing spa weekend, on the Hotels.com app, you can compare up to five hotels side-by-side. Now, why would you want to do that? So you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings. And best of all, you don't have to switch back and forth between options. See? Ease. So, start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios Kingdom and the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom and the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.